Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. I'm goofy. I'm crazy. I'm back with another podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome into the life of Sean Powers. And as we edge ever so closer to Christmas time of 2022, I'm reminded that yeah, having little cats is uh, kittens is, is kind of crazy. This is their first Christmas with us, and they've destroyed our Christmas trees. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that front. Um, but anyways, welcome to another podcast as we continue the travels of Sean Powers. This is uh, this is kind of a mini series that I've got going on uh, leading into the uh, Christmas season here. So uh, last time we left off. I had left Toledo, Ohio, uh, my home city, and uh, had moved into my radio adventures to Charleston, West Virginia. The last podcast was about how I went through Charleston, West Virginia, and I got screwed over by the uh, general manager uh, over there, and uh, the operations manager was cool as hell, and uh, the program directors that I worked with and worked for uh, were really nice and and great people, and I still talk to them to this day, Uh, Rick Johnson and uh, John Kehoe, uh, John Anthony Kehoe, Uh, great people. John actually left and went uh, went back to Florida. And uh, Rick uh, Johnson retired uh, from West Virginia Radio. So uh, the uh, where we left off was uh, I ended up uh, leaving West Virginia Radio, and uh, the uh, general manager uh, met me at the back door. And after I had resigned from uh, West Virginia Radio, and uh, it was a couple of days after I put my two weeks resignation in, he gave me my stuff and said, "There you go, you're done, you're out of here." Bye bye. I had already accepted a position with Clear Channel Radio down in Charleston, uh, South Carolina. And we're going to pick up there. And that was in September of uh, 2003 is when uh, is, is when these adventures had started. So uh, I was with my wife, Patty, at the time. We were not married. Shame on me. Uh, I was engaged to her at the time because we got engaged in Charleston, West Virginia, uh, on the radio, of course. It was beautiful. It was You should have been there. But uh, we were engaged, and uh, Patty was teaching at the time, and uh, it was summertime, and we were packing up. Um, actually, we were we were packing up, and, and I was getting uh, we were getting ready to move uh, to Charleston, South Carolina. But here's the thing: Patty still had some more schoolwork to do uh, as a teacher. She was still obligated, getting ready to start a new school year, and she couldn't just up and leave. So she was going to stay for the uh, another semester uh, in Charleston, West Virginia. She moved in with one of the uh, co-teachers there, Carol. I think the lady's name was and she was going to stick out the semester there and then join me after christmas uh down in uh, charleston south carolina so in the meantime my brother and i had reconnected he had a relationship back in ohio that had gone sour um and her name was sarah crazy sarah we call her crazy sarah now um but that was a bad relationship. So my brother decided that he was going to get away from her. Uh, that relationship had gone sour. So he ended up moving with us down to, or with me, down to Charleston, South Carolina. And it was kind of cool because uh, we got a three-bedroom townhouse uh, down in Charleston, South Carolina. Patty wasn't going to be with me for a few months. So Brian ended up moving in with me. And Patty stayed behind in Charleston, West Virginia. Okay? So uh, Brian and I moved to Charleston, South Carolina together. Patty stayed behind in Charleston, West Virginia. I started the new job with Clear Channel Radio, walked in the building, and uh, you know, I, and, and here's the thing. Um, there was a buddy of mine, Jim Snyder, 
who I had on a previous podcast here a few, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Um, and we told this, we kind of told the story in, in, in vagueness, but Jim actually worked with me in Toledo, Ohio. We worked down the hall uh, from each other for Cumulus Media. He worked at, uh, was at 93.5 WRQN, along with um, the program director who hired me in Charleston, South Carolina, Bill Shannon. Uh, Bill was actually programmed WRQN in Toledo uh, you know, a few months, a few years earlier. And um, I worked down the hall at uh, 95.7, uh, The Mix, WIMX. And I was working part-time there, and that's where I met Bill. And that's where uh, Jim and I uh, had a reconnection in, you know, in that building in Arlington. So anyways, so Bill hired me as the promotions director and the assistant program director of, uh, of uh, WXLY 102.5, oldies 102.5 at the time. And then they changed it to Y 102.5 just before I came down there to Charleston, uh, South Carolina. Living on the beach, living uh, right there in uh, historical Charleston, South Carolina, dream come true. It really was a dream dream come true and then working for bill shannon uh bill is an icon when it comes to oldies radio and adult contemporary radio uh he was an icon in the radio industry everybody knew bill shannon uh he's just he was just an industry leader and then working with a radio station uh going from a station that was a 3000 watt radio station and working on a station in charleston south carolina and an oldie station for clear channel radio which at the time clear channel had an awesome and a stellar reputation for just having the best of the best and hiring the best of the best in radio uh this station was a hundred thousand watt radio station flame throwing radio station all up and down the coast you could hear it for miles and miles and city to city so i was stoked uh i was uh i was voice tracking a seven to midnight shift uh voice tracking and, and if you're not familiar with what voice tracking is pre-recording the show every day uh, i'd walk in the production studio and pre-record uh, the seven to midnight voice voice tracking means pre-recording the show uh pre-recording the voice tracking the, the you know uh, uh putting the voice down uh in between the records so i wasn't there for five hours a day uh you know doing a, a show i would just put in the voice parts uh you know where, where they were supposed to be so anyways voice tracking the uh, the night show seven to midnight uh every night monday through friday and then uh, I, I don't know if I did a weekend shift or not. I'm not sure if I, I don't think I did. And then I was doing promotions and marketing. And then I was also helping Bill uh, with, uh, you know, assisting in some light duties for uh, the programming stuff. And Bill was teaching me some more stuff about, you know, radio and teaching me about some of the programming strategies and and stuff like that to to help me become a really really good well-polished program director for at some point when i become a program director again so you know to helping me polish that off there so um so i started working that and doing that stuff and i was you know promotions and marketing and, and management there and uh i loved it i absolutely loved it well and then patty would come down for visits and i'd go up to charleston west virginia for visits and you know on the weekends and stuff like that and um my brother and i you know we'd go to the beaches and we'd just hang out and you know living in paradise man basically that's what we did we lived in paradise and it was it was just a it was just a really fun time so um i just remember um you know we'd go out and we'd do broadcast it'd be like 95 degrees in october and you know i was just i was really getting into the game and really getting into doing what uh what we love to do you know doing the radio thing and going out and doing a lot of live broadcast and whatnot so that was uh that was the the you know the first couple of months in uh, charleston uh, you know south carolina uh getting used to you know, just 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 living on the coast and just uh, you know just having a lot of fun and uh, just really getting down into uh, you know you know the oldies thing and you know and, and and when I worked for Clear Channel we had like seven stations in the building we had seven.
different different radio stations uh, in that building and stuff. So uh, I just I, I remember it was it was just uh, so much fun because we had a building full of people. You know, we had a sales department uh, full of probably about uh, thirty people uh, in the sales department, and each radio station had probably like ten or fifteen different uh, people working on their stations. Flurry of activity day and night, people coming in and out doing their thing. So then Patty came down for a visit. It was uh, it was over Thanksgiving weekend, and I remember her uh, sitting on bed. She didn't feel well, yada yada yada. She's like, I think I might be pregnant. So I'm like, uh, so I so we go to the store, we take a pregnancy test, and she comes back with the pregnancy test. She goes, Oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, No, you're not. So we go to the store, we get another pregnancy test. She comes back again. She goes, Yep, I'm definitely pregnant. So uh, she she finds out she's pregnant, and I'm like, Well, how did that happen? And so she goes, Well, I'm pregnant. Da, da, da. So we get on the phone on, uh, I think it's Thanksgiving morning or whatever, and we call my mom first because she's definitely afraid to call her mom to tell her mom that she's pregnant. Anyways... So we call my mom and she goes, yep, I'm definitely pregnant. So we call my mom first. We tell her that she's pregnant. My mom just starts screaming and yelling. She's just so excited. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm going to be a grandma, first time grandmother. And she is so like over the moon at it. She's like extremely just, oh, my gosh, she is like, you know, she's just on top of the world with it. So then we call my sister, you know, Piper in three. Wait, we tell my brother. Everybody is just like super excited. And then, uh, you know, then she goes, now we got to call her mom and her dad. And tell them that she's pregnant. And the first thing her mom goes, well, Patty, now what are you going to do? You know, well, now, you know, now you're in a pickle. You guys aren't married. Well, we were engaged and I had no plans on backing out of that because I love Patty. And and so, uh, you know, her mom was just, you know, giving her the runaround. You're not married. So just being a Debbie Downer about everything. And then we called her dad and her dad goes, well, well, you know, now what are you going to do, Patty? Congratulations. And, you know, her mom and dad were separated. They were divorced, you know, and and, and stuff. And uh, her dad, you know, her dad gave her a little bit more accolades than her mom did. And, um so her mom eventually came around and, uh, you know, uh, so anyways, um, so I remember, you know, that was at Thanksgiving time or whatever. She didn't feel well. So she's pregnant with Emily and, um, and I remember, uh, we, uh, you know, we were planning, you know, we were planning to get married. Um, so I, I that was in, uh, that was in November of uh, 2003. And then I remember Emily's due date was like right around Patty's birthday of July, uh, July of, uh, 2004. And I remember uh, we went home for a baby shower. We were planning on going home for a baby shower in April, like uh, May. Uh, what's it? The end of March or early part of April of uh, 2004. And I remember uh, I called my buddy Todd uh, Hostetler, who is a uh, Nordane minister, who I worked for in the ministry when I worked at Yes FM, the Christian Rock Station. I know I'm a bad, I'm a sinner. Uh, but anyways, um, forget my wife pregnant before we were married. But uh, yeah, I called him up uh, like in like March or whatever. Said, hey, we're coming home. Home, uh, for a baby shower uh, in April, and can you marry us? You know, can, we want to get married in the park. Can you marry us uh, on such and such a date, April second, when we're home on that Friday? And he checked his calendar. He said, "I would be honored to, Sean." So we ended up uh, getting married. We flew home for the uh, for the baby shower on that Saturday, the third, and he married us on the second. We had a shotgun wedding, and you know, the rest is history. There, so we got married, had the shot, you know, then had the shower on Saturday, uh, flew back home to Charleston, and uh, you know, and then Emily came. Along on June 30th, and then um, continued working in uh, Charleston Radio. Uh, just had a blast, had a ball there. Uh, great, uh, great time, great ventures. Um, you know, just it just had a had a dude. It was it was paradise. <clears throat> I'm, I'm telling you what, it was just it was definitely paradise um, living in Charleston, South Carolina. 
Um, so many great adventures, um, had a lot of great work perks. Um, um, the one thing that really stands out in my thing is as soon as I signed the deal, um, that October, it was, I think it was that October of uh, 2003, let me back it up a little bit, um, Bill, uh, as soon as I signed the deal to go work for them, Bill Shannon had an opportunity with Clear Channel to do a trip to Disney down in uh, Florida and to broadcast his afternoon show live from Disney. And he said, well, I need somebody to come and be a part of this to be a producer for me to help me you know broadcast and get things set up and interviews and and line everything up and help uh you know from the station sean would you be my second person to go with me so i remember going with him to disney and everything was paid for everything was paid for food anything we wanted to drink um souvenirs um you know the hotel um, you know, any accommodation, everything was paid for. So we got a free trip to Disney out of the deal um, for, you know, for going down. So that was all taken care of. I remember that was one of the highlights of, uh, of taking the job with Clear Channel. Um, so, you know, it was a fun time. So September 2003 until December of 2004 uh, was a great, it was just, a, it was a great experience uh, working for this, this awesome radio company. Um I met, I met a lot of people who I'm still friends to uh, to this day, or friends with to this day. Uh, they brought in a new guy, an operations manager. His name was Jay Philpot. Um, you know, Jay and I became really close and really tight. And you know, Jay's still one of my really good buddies to this day. Uh, met a lot of great people, and I, again, I still network and talk to a lot of those people to this day. Um, I don't want to start naming names because then I'm just going to run it down a laundry list of people, and you guys don't care who they are. But um, so, anyways, uh, so in December of 2004. Um, you know, the Clear Channel budget acts started swinging and Bill got the axe. Um, and, you know, my program director, Bill, got the axe and I walked into his office and he goes, you know, he's, he's had his little suitcase uh, up there of, uh, you know, all the stuff. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, and Jim was sitting right there, my buddy Jim Snyder. And he goes, Bill just goes, oh, well, I'm packing up. He goes, I just got the axe. And I go, what do you mean got the axe? He goes, they just let me go budgets. And I'm like, What? I go, who's doing what? Da, 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 da. And Jim, you know, he goes, go talk to Paul. He's the, you know, he's the general manager and, you know, he can explain it all to you. And well, I go, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And he goes, yep, Paul can explain it to you, man. He goes, well, we could talk later. Because, uh, you know, Bill and I were like, you know, Bill's like uh, kind of like, you know, uh, Bill's an older, like an older brother and mentor to me and, and you know, good, close personal friend. And, and I said, so what, what what's going to happen next? He goes, well, we can talk later, but go talk to Paul. Go talk to Paul. So I went to talk to Paul and Paul filled me in on everything. And um, I just I remember it going down that way. And 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 I was just I felt lost without Bill because I was like, you know, Bill was Bill was the guy that uh, Bill was the guy that, you know, brought me in. And, and Bill was Bill was the guy that I spent most of my time with every day and and again you know i knew what i knew what to do um but you know but you know when, when they when they rip that out of you you know when they rip that person away from you you just go okay now what do i you know what am i gonna do and the daily you know the whole daily routine just got blown out of whack and you know what you know you know you know what's the next step and you know you don't know what you're you know you don't know which direction the stations are getting you know what are we doing next with the station and i had to talk to the general manager and you know so i talked to paul and you know he just he gave us the next you know the next step of direction and the plan of attack and and then uh you know then everybody's worried oh what's gonna come in january what's gonna come next and you know i wasn't worried about the job you know i was just like you know holding on to god you know god if you know if i'm gonna be next you know you're gonna guide us all the way but um so january you know uh the new year came around and uh 
um, you know, and everybody was, you know, we're just doing our same thing, maintaining. And and then uh, Jay, our operations manager, got let go um, uh, a couple weeks, a couple days later or whatever. And that was a drag because then I was like, man, you know, I became close with these guys and, you know, really good buddies with these guys. And they're all gone now. And I'm like, now I felt like really alone. And Jim Snyder was still working there. Um, you know, he was Jim was part time still. Uh, I was full time. And I'm like, well, you know, what's going to happen? Am I going to get moved up to a, a better position? Am I going to be let go next? And, you know, everybody and everybody that was still there was everybody's freaking out. And I know I'm just sitting there just in bewilderment going, okay, what's going to happen next? And, you know, I was kind of in fear. And, you know, in radio, I was just like, I'm tired. I don't want to, I don't want to live, you know, I don't want to be a radio guy that's going to be jumping around, you know, from job to job every couple of days or every couple of years going, you know, and living in fear like this. I was like, this is not, this is not the way I want to live my career, man. You know, and and that wasn't going to be the first or last time that I was going to experience this. So in a few days into January, you know, I'm in the uh, I remember I'm in the production studio and I was uh, voice tracking a show and the general manager knocks on the door and he walks in and I go, hey, Paul, what's up? He goes, he goes, hey, you got a minute? I'm like, yeah, I go. I'm actually, I, I go voice tracking. He goes, hey, I'll let you finish. When you're done, just pop in the office. He goes, you know, some stuff I want to talk over with you, uh, you know, for the next few days, you know, uh, game planning and stuff. And I go, yeah, yeah, when I'm done, I'll come in, you know, I'll come into the office. So as soon as uh, I get done tracking, and I didn't think anything of it. I'm just thinking, okay, we're going to meet about the next game plan the next week or whatever, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. So, um, you know, and I didn't even think about, you know, being let go or anything. So uh, as soon as I get done, I go to walk into his office with my pad, you know, my legal pad and, you know, my notes and everything for the next week's planning. And uh, as soon as I walk in the office, BJ's in there and BJ was the sweetest lady. She was our uh, she was our department head of HR. And as soon as I walked in the office, I, I swore I said a bad word. I said, holy shit. That's what I said. I said, holy shit. I was like, I'm being let go, aren't I? I go, this is it for me. This is the X, isn't it? And he goes, Sean, come on in. Yeah, we shut the door. And I'm like, oh, no, you, I go, you guys are freaking letting me go, aren't you? And he goes, come on in. Don't die. He goes, yeah, he goes, it's the budget thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. I go, what, what, what so what, I go, is there going to be a severance or anything? He goes, come on and sit down, sit down. He goes, you're standing at the door. You're making me nervous. I go, well, you're making me nervous. My, you know, my job's on the line. And I go, do I have a job here anymore? And he goes, no. He goes, we got to let you go. It's a budget thing. And BJ's just sitting there and she goes, I'm sorry, Sean. She goes, it is. It's the budget. And she goes, it's, it's we just, we can't afford you. And I go, well, this is a, a Billion dollar company, and you can't afford to pay me thirty five thousand dollars a year. I go, is, is is this? I go, I go. So what? What? Uh, see, like, calm down, just sit down. And I'm shaking at this point, you know, because I, you know, at this point, I've, I, you know, I've been let go from radio jobs, um, but never for a budget cut, you know. Or I mean, I'm from a, you know, I was from a budget cut, but I'm just like, I'm nervous. I don't know why I was just so nervous because I probably asked because I didn't want to leave Charleston, you know. I just had a baby, you know, a baby girl, you know, and I'm just like, I'm freaking out about this. So they're like, yeah, we got to let you go. It's the budget, da 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 da. Here's your, you know, they they went over outlined everything with me um and paul's you know paul and bj they were cool about it they were like look we'll let you work through the end of the day uh you, t- you know take your time if you got to come back and get stuff if you want to finish up the week you know we'll let you do that as well um you know um but yeah you just you know today's your last show um 
you know, uh, you don't have to worry about tracking for the other, you know, the other market or whatever that was, you know, don't worry about any of that anymore. Um, don't worry about any, anything else. Uh, you know, uh, we got everything handled. We're, we're making changes, da, da, da. Um, you know, you're fine. Just, 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 you know, do what you got to do today. Finish your stuff up, get your stuff out of here. And, uh, you know, you can, uh, you know, whatever, you know, your key, your key fob is good for the end of the week. So I was just like, oh, geez. So again, um, I, you know, got, got what I had to get out of there, uh, stuck around call, you know, Jim was in the studio, uh, doing a live show and I just went into Jim and I said, well, I just got the ax too. And Jim just, he threw his headphones across the studio and he goes, ah, son of a bitch. And he goes, man, oh man. He goes, how much longer for me now? And I was just like, don't know, man, but I go, I'll, I'll call you later. And I, I went outside, I called Bill to right away, told him what happened. He goes, yep. He goes, welcome to the club, man. He goes, he goes, I'm sorry. It's all I even brought you down here. And I was like, Bill, don't be, man. I go, I loved it here. And I loved working with you here. And, um, you know, we'll talk more later, but I got to call Patty. And I called Patty and she started crying. She goes, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I'm like, don't worry about it. I go, God has never left us high and dry, man. You know, uh, we just, we just totally went on faith there. So there you go. That's the story about Charleston, South Carolina. That was uh, the second stop outside of Ohio uh, for me. And, and you know what? The next stop I podcast that i do it'll be our next ventures from there and i tell you what this one this next venture this is really bizarre how this next venture came to be but i I give it to god man i gave it to god and look what happened see and god ordered the steps so there you go that's uh, the podcast for today you guys thank you very much for taking the time to listen to it i appreciate that but that's my charleston south carolina venture and there's a lot more in there too that we could have gotten into but i just wanted to give you the uh the thirty thousand, you know the foot viewed looking down uh, to, to my adventures in radio and there you go the life of sean here everybody have a great day have a great one we'll talk to you very soon in the life of sean take it away mr announcer we'll talk very soon god bless you thank you for listening to in the life of sean powers weekly podcast the views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of latitude media our sponsors our affiliates or my 1043 and buck 92 radio check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area just go to mymichiganpodcast.com it's podcasting that matters